name is Kavita Melwani and I am a multi-certified intuitive success coach. I want to personally welcome you to Aligned and Soulful Success, where we empower soulful empaths, sensitives, and conscious leaders to confidently align with their purpose and opulently shine their light without the hustle. Together, we will explore challenges and real implementable solutions so you can step into your unique purpose and shine. It is possible to bridge the success that you already have with the truest, soulful, mystical parts of yourself. Are you ready to rise up? Then listen in. Hello, this is Kavita with Aligned and Soulful Success, coming to you this week with a topic that I find really important. And when I figured this out through a mentor and coach, I realized what it was missing. So I really want to talk about this today. And that is how to use your superpowers or your strengths for entrepreneurial success. So most of us have been conditioned to focus on our weaknesses and not what's not working. And our brains are actually wired that way. It's wired to see what's not working so that we can have and stay safe, right? And so if you already have a brain that's wired that way, and then you've been conditioned to, uh, to focus on what's not wor- working, your weaknesses, then oh, it's going to be just how you function without thinking. And so I want to bring to light today how focusing on your strengths, which could become your superpowers, can lead to your entrepreneurial success. What are some pitfalls with that? And one actionable step that you can take moving forward. So then let's talk about the conditioning part first. Most of us went to a traditional school system. If you did, you most likely received grades. So I want you to think back to maybe high school and think about your grades and what you would feel when you received that report card. In the high school I grew up in, we actually had rankings too, which I know that now, at least in my kids' high school, they don't do that. So we would get our grades and look at all the things we did well, and then look at the areas that we didn't do so well. And then at that point, most likely we made the decision to focus a little bit more or even a lot more on the things that we're not doing well at or as well as we would like. And so taking this a bit further, if you received praise for doing well, on certain things. And I know a lot of my sensitive and empathic clients, that was a way that they received recognition because they tend to not be the loudest person in the room. So they received recognition from good grades. And so when you receive the recognition for good grades, and there's some grades that are not, you're not doing so well, some subjects you're not doing so well, and you are going to focus on that because you want that praise, even if it's not a logical, a conscious thought process. And then think about overall how, if you wanted to apply to colleges and universities, you had a GPA, right? And so you had the GPA and that GPA, or even the standardized tests, 
they were not based on just your strengths. They were based on overall everything. So it would make sense for you to focus on the things that you were not doing so well at to bring that grade up, to bring the GPA up, to do better on the standardized tests. And so then from, from as far back as we can remember, we were conditioned to focus on what was not working. Now, I want to be clear, I know that grades and standardized tests are not the determining factor of how intelligent someone is. They're actually showing how well you function in a school environment, in a traditional school environment, how well you study and can demonstrate learning in the way that the school measures that. Either way, working, if that's not your strength, if your strength is not test taking and studying, you most likely started to work on those things so you could do well. So this is just one example of how we have been trained and conditioned to focus on not, what's not working. Now I want you to imagine a separate and a different scenario. Can you imagine what it would be like to focus on the subjects that you naturally enjoyed, that you were naturally good at? Look, think back to those classes that you went to and you just, you just got it. Some people didn't get it. Some people really got those subjects, right? And so what if your GPA was based on assessing your strengths and focusing on the areas that you're strong in, and you got to develop those more than focusing on the areas that you were not good at or not as good at? Now, I'm not saying to ignore the things that you need to work on. It's just that we tend to focus a lot of our energy on what we what we are not doing well with, right? And so it was kind of a big moment for me. And for some of you, this may not be a big thing, uh, is to realize that how much better things could be if I focused on what I was actually naturally good at. And even if you know this, most likely you aren't doing it. Some of you may be, but most of us have been condition for such a long time to focus on, you know, improving the things that are not going well, that we don't put as much energy on improving our skills on what we already enjoy and are good at. And so much so that when I ask people what they're good at, or what they enjoy, a lot of people can't answer. They don't know the answer to that question. They may know one or two things, but they're really not clear. So just imagine if you could have focused on your strengths and you didn't have to focus so much on the things you were not good at. And then that would not impact whether you could major in something in college or pursue a career. Right. And so how, how would that impact you? How would that shift your perspective? Most likely it would improve your level of success and it would also give you a higher level of satisfaction. So as an entrepreneur, it is really important to figure out what your strengths are. What are you really good at? And cultivate those strengths so they can become superpowers. Now, there's a lot of conditioning that's happened. There's a lot of 
uh, shoulds that we've been told of what we should be doing, what we should be focusing on. And so sometimes it's really difficult to discern the difference between what your actual strengths are, what you're actually good at, what you actually enjoy, and what you think you should enjoy, or you've been conditioned to believe is important. And a lot of this is subconscious, so we don't even realize it. Okay, so take a moment now and think about your career, your entrepreneurial journey, if you're an entrepreneur, and notice how you spend your time and how you decide to market your business. How do you decide to um, spend your time? What even business have you chosen, right? Have you chosen a business that's based on the things that you're good at? A lot of entrepreneurs have, right? And that's why they chose to be entrepreneurs. The challenges usually are not about the business that you're running, that you've chosen to run. They have to do with the other aspects of your business, the marketing and how you're marketing aspects. If you work with clients, what is that? How do you attract clients to your business? Um, and how do you run the actual aspects of your business. And those of you that are, are entrepreneurs know that there are multiple layers of work that happens to running a business that goes beyond the actual business that you have. So if you are a success in business coach like I am, and your primary focus is coaching people so they can achieve success, that's only, a, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, that's a small part of the business, you know, and so a lot of the time is spent on the other parts of just running the business. So maybe you're spending half your amount of time on the reason you actually started your business, which is what probably your strength, right? And then the where we tend to have the pitfall is the other aspects of running our business. And that's where things get complicated. That's where the pitfalls happen. We start to look externally for the answers of how to do something and maybe choose what someone has told us is the way and the path for us to create the success we want in our business. And often we're told that there's these formulas that we have to follow in order to be successful in business. And I've been in business long enough to tell you that there are many different paths to success. Someone will tell you their way. They will teach you their way. And to them, that's the only way because it worked for them. And so I've actually over the years worked with coaches that have taught their way of success, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I wish I knew before that that was just their way. And I didn't have to follow it exactly. So what if you learned someone's way, but use your the filter that you have of your strengths to amplify that? Your level of success is going to be much greater. And not only success, satisfaction will be much greater if you focus on those areas. Even if you take a strategy, but run that strategy through your lens of strengths. So in order to uncover your strengths, you can take assessments. There's lots of assessments. I also encourage you to work on that mindset and your subconscious mind. 
Because if we're not looking at what's in the shadows and we're not looking what's there that we've pushed away, there may be some things that you're really good at, but you're not aware of them. Because based on your conditioning, you've pushed that away. It was not okay to be a certain way. So strengths assessments are great. They're a great way to uncover your strengths right now. If you really want to go deep and get to that next level, it's important to look at that subconscious mind, look at your conditioning. And the only way really to do that well is to work with a coach who specializes in that kind of work. And I happen to be one of those, but if I don't resonate with you, there are others that work on that deep level. The way I work with clients is I work at that deep level and we have the practical aspects, right? I really want my clients and I help my clients to feel that deep connection to their business, that deep level of success and, and it's to come from their soul. That's why I call my business aligned and soulful success. So I want that for you. I want you to have a business that is, you're excited to do and run every day. Now, not every single thing of your business is going to be exciting. There are going to be some things you may not enjoy, but what if you can approach those things from your strengths a little bit more? Okay. And so this is how using your strengths can help you achieve higher levels of success. And then the more you cultivate your strengths, the more you realize what they are and you step into them and you own them and you make that decision that this is okay. And I want to be this way. And you've looked at all what you've pushed away in your, in your shadows and own the things that you want, that you've disowned about yourself, right? And own those things and step into those powers. Your level of success is, can be beyond your wildest dreams. So now what is the actionable step? I want you to take a moment and journal about this question. What do I believe are my strengths? What am I just good at naturally? What comes easy to me? Now, I've worded that in separate ways. I want you to just free write the answer to that question. It's a good starting point and pick one of the strengths that come through and see if you can focus on it for the next week, what can shift and change about your experience. This is Kavita with Aligned and Soulful Success. And I love to share these topics with you. If, like I mentioned, if it feels aligned that you really want to work on that subconscious mind. You really want to work, do the deep inner work to own your strengths and own your superpowers. Then I do have some spots available for client work, for one-on-one -on -one client work. And if you're interested in that, you can book um, a, a session with me. It's 20 minutes. We talk about what's going on with you. See if we're a good fit or not. And we can talk about next steps there. Um, I do like my clients to come, even if they don't decide to work with me to get some value from that call. So I will provide you some actionable item or at least one actionable item for you to work on. All right. So until next week, take good care. Bye.